Hey there, Lions fans. Michael Gray here from the Detroit Lions podcast with my week eight wish list as the Lions get ready for the Raiders. This is my first video this week. I didn't get a chance to do my about last game video due to the two-day winter storm we've had here locally and the fact that I drew jury duty. But let's go ahead and do a real quick recap on that game against Baltimore. That's about all I got to say about that. And with that out of the way, cue the music. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. As always, please subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. That's how we get to do what we do around here. All the content stays free. We just need you to participate. Wish number one for this week eight showdown with the Raiders is don't be the Niners. The San Francisco 49ers, thought to be the tops of the NFC, go on the road and lose a weird game to Cleveland. Then they show up the following week for a Monday night football game that they're supposed to win. And then they don't win the game on Monday night that they're supposed to win. Does any of this sound familiar? It's exactly the setup that the Lions are looking at now. Not all the circumstances are the same, but the scenario is eerily similar. One loss is a fluke. Two losses in a row is a trend. And you do not want to go into the bye week with a losing streak on your hands, especially not to a team that you should handle. In Monday night on primetime with absolutely everybody watching. The Niners lost those games. They have injuries mounting. They have also, thanks for nothing, San Francisco now launched Minnesota into the chat. They're having conversations about what they can do this year and may have changed their plans for the trading deadline. All of this is to say, get back on track. Get back to who you are. Win a big game in front of a national audience. Don't be the Niners. Wish number two, don't sleep on the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, I, like everybody else, still forgets that the Raiders are now in the home of girls' weekends. And yes, uh, their owner does look like Lloyd Christmas. And yes, their head coach is probably going to be fired, potentially after this game, certainly, almost certainly by the end of the season. And yes, they suck out loud. If you look at them by the numbers, and I did, uh, they are third from the bottom in points per game. They are dead last in rush yards per game. And they're 18th in pass yards per game. They don't do anything particularly well. You should, if you're the Detroit Lions, absolutely handle your business against a really bad team. The Raiders are trash. But the Bears and the Broncos are trash too. And they both beat teams last week. Whether or not their teams are supposed to beat or not, they won those games. And they're feeling differently about their season as a result. Don't breathe life into the Las Vegas Raiders. They're still an NFL team. All of the cliches apply. Any given Sunday, they get paid to everybody in this league really good. Blah, 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 blah. The Lions can't afford to lose to this team. It's bad. To th the thought of losing two in a row is bad. The thought of losing to a bad team at home is much, much worse. Go in there. Have the game plan, execute the game plan, make a bad team, look like a bad team on your home field, go into the bye week feeling good about yourself. Don't sleep on the Raiders. 
Wish number three this week is for an appearance from Goff the Elder. I'm talking about Jared Goff, the leader of this team. Everybody, I mean everybody, stunk out loud last week in Baltimore. Jared Goff had his worst game of the season by a mile. Lowest completion percentage, 62.3. Lowest average pass, 5.4. Lowest rating, 68.4. Lowest QBR by a mile of 15. He was bad. The offense was bad. The blocking was bad. The scheme was bad. The execution was bad. Everything was bad about that game. And it's going to provide an opportunity for leadership this week that has to come from Jared Goff. He's got to get a lot of guys involved in the offense. He can't just throw it 27 times to Amon Ross St. Brown because Amon Ross St. Brown won't last. Uh, They're going to put that guy on the injured list if they're not careful. You don't have Marvin Jones anymore. He's no longer on the roster. So Jared Goff is going to have to lead this team. He's going to have to distribute the ball. He's going to have to find ways to get guys involved. Those guys might involve, uh, might include rather Antoine Green. They might include the unkillable walking dead zombie that is Tom Kennedy. That guy might be the Highlander. I'm just saying, you, you can't kill him. You, you try. You can kick him off the team as many times as you want. Come November in Allen Park, Tom Kennedy's going to be around. And lo and behold, it's almost November, and Tom Kennedy's around. Jared Goff is going to have to lead this offense. He's going to have to get a lot of guys involved. He's going to have to find something that Jamison Williams does right. I promised a long time ago before the season started that I was not making any judgments about Jamison Williams until the end of the year. We are not at the end of the year. We're not near the end of the year. We're getting to the midpoint. He came back two weeks early, and the results, like the results were late last year, have been, if I'm being kind, mixed. Now, you can check out Ash's review of the offense from the Baltimore game. If you're a masochist and you hate fun, it was not a fun game to review. That's no uh, judgment on Ash. It's just, I don't know why he reviewed that tape. I don't know how he reviewed that tape. It was a hard watch. And Jamison Williams was a problem. Jamison Williams is going to have to be a part of this offense. He absolutely has to be. At no point do the Lions have it within their ability to throw their hands up and just accept that he's not good at football and won't be. So they're going to have to find things that he can do, and that falls on the arm of Jared Goff. He's going to have to find ways to get everybody involved in the offense. He's going to have to lead. He's going to have to make sure that everybody has courtesy flushed that game from last week and that they're ready to go, and they're focused on the game plan against the Raiders. The guy has all the experience in the world. He's grown into a leader in that locker room. It's going to be on him to make sure that they are ready to go when that game kicks off Monday night. Wish number four for this week is a 100-yard game from Jameer Gibbs. Now, this is just me talking. Again, it's my wish list. This isn't a game plan. But the Lions offense doesn't work if they can't run the ball. David Montgomery's not coming back this week. It's just not going to happen. And Jameer Gibbs is the 12th overall pick. He's a first-round draft pick. Running backs who are rookies can come in and make a big difference. He's been good, not yet great, so far this season. He's had two opportunities to play without David Montgomery in the game. He's been better in both of those games in terms of production, including the one against Baltimore, where he ran against a prevent defense in the second half and ran up a bunch of meaningless yards. But he did it nonetheless. He's an incredibly talented guy. He's got lightning in his feet, and he's one of a handful of guys on that Lions offense that can literally flip the field. They're going to need to ride him. Dan Campbell said that David Montgomery was going to be the bell cow back in this offense. Well, he's not here. 
and the play action game and the rest of that offense that is so effective when the run game is working is nowhere near as effective when Jared Goff is throwing over 50 balls like he did a week ago against Baltimore. Can't do it. You're going to have to find ways to run the football. That's not just on Jameer Gibbs, and I don't want to intimate that. I'm talking about the offensive line. I'm talking about Ben Johnson and the way that he schemes things up. He's going to have to make sure that things get blocked up and they have a game plan to take care of that guy, Max Crosby, that everybody's heard of that's really good at football. He's not just good at rushing Pasha. He's good at defending the run, too. They've got to account for that Raiders front, and they've got to find ways to get yards. Jameer Gibbs gets a 100-yard game against the Raiders. I think the Lions win this one easy. So let's get the run game going, get the young man some yards, and rack up 100, his first 100-yard rushing game for Jameer Gibbs. Wish number five this week, figure the coverage out. Now, I don't know whether this falls on Aaron Glenn. I don't know whether this falls on the members of the secondary who haven't been able to communicate. But somebody, anybody, I don't care who, has got to figure out what is going on in the secondary. And no, it's not as simple as Will Harris isn't good at football and that's everything that's wrong. Because Jerry Jacobs was in the lineup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Tampa had guys running wild in wide open space far too many times. Different was, difference was Baker Mayfield couldn't hit those guys. In Baltimore, those passes got completed and those wide open receivers made big chunk plays and racked up sick yards and points against this Detroit defense. Dane Campbell, as our own salty Canadian Ash pointed out, said that Kirby only made one mistake in coverage against Baltimore, which either means that Dan Campbell is a liar or that there are a lot of problems with the way that they schemed up that secondary against the Ravens. If Kirby wasn't out of place on accident, then he was out of place by design. And again, going back to the Tampa game two weeks ago, over and over and over again, we have seen communication issues as guys cross behind the linebackers in the middle zones and nobody is there to account for them. They're allowed to catch the ball free and clear and get huge yards after the catch because there's just nobody in their area code. Whether that is a lapse in communication or a lapse in design, other teams are going to see that fill. And there's a guy named Devontae Adams that plays for Las Vegas that could be a nightmare whether or not you were airtight in that secondary. He's still pretty good at doing what he does and plying his craft. And the Lions have got to figure out what the hell is going on in the secondary and get that tightened up. Seattle was able to do some things with it, putting linebackers in the spin cycle and making sure that they were completely out of their position and out of a play when it came time to go after a big wide receiver. Tampa Bay exploited it and just couldn't connect. The Ravens made it look entirely too easy. That was like Alabama playing Alcorn State. Bottom line is they've got to fix what's going on in that secondary and fix it quick. Wish number six this week is for everybody to display good sportsmanship and have a good time. I'm kidding. Uh, show up, Detroit. This is uh, this is for the locals that are going to be at the game in Ford Field and another primetime matchup and a chance to show off a little bit for a national audience. Fact of the matter is, according to the national media, uh, the Lions two weeks ago were Super Bowl contenders and at least some had them as the best team in football. And then a week later, they're frauds. They've been exposed. They uh, have hit their ceiling and they are now uh, adrift and soon to be dethroned by teams within their own division. None of that is necessarily uh, the case. There are overreactions in both directions. But the bottom line is the Lions have a prime opportunity 
to go into the bye at six and two, tied atop the NFC, first place in their division, and Detroit, the fans, the fan base, the people in the building, have a chance to make that happen. The Raiders offense, as I've highlighted earlier, is to be kind, god awful. It's bad. That whole organization is spinning out of control right now. They are likely looking at big, big changes and maybe some moves before the trade deadline as I record this on Thursday. Who knows? Those guys could be gone by the time you hear my voice. The Raiders are a bad football team and Lions fans can make life really, really difficult for them and put some shine back on the franchise after an absolutely terrible week in Baltimore, where they got the pants pulled down in front of the entire school assembly and they were made to look foolish. And now there's a redemption arc to be had. Lions fans can help with that. There's a national audience out there. So show up and show out Detroit. There's a chance for these Lions to be in really, really good shape heading into the second half of the season. Just need to get a win and look good doing it against the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll see you after the game next week in time for the bye and maybe some first place chat. Let's bring it here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. You've had enough of that shit.